What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Live Better Now podcast. Today is a very different podcast episode. I'm going to have a very challenging conversation with a weight loss specialist that makes the claim that drinking a gallon of Diet Dr. Pepper every single day is not bad for you. Now, we can argue semantics all day and what the true definition of not bad for you is. Does that mean it's neutral? Does that mean it's good for you? That's open to your own subjective interpretation. I wanted to get him on the podcast because I saw him on TikTok Live. His name is uh, David Roden. And he was on TikTok Live talking about uh, helping people lose weight while he's drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper. I had to chime in. I had to chime in. I said, what are you doing giving weight loss advice drinking a Diet Dr. Pepper? And uh, it turned into this whole argument over TikTok, and I wanted to get him on the podcast so he can put it on the record and so I can share it with you guys uh, about how ridiculous uh, his statement is. Now, me saying how ridiculous his statement is, is my opinion, okay? It's my opinion based off of uh, other people's opinions that I respect and admire. There's a lot of people in my life, not necessarily that I know, but people that I look up to, people whose opinions matter to me. If they... Just if they do something with their diet, if they do something with their physical health or their mental health, I will consider it a possibility for myself. And those people are Dave Ramsey. Those people are, you know, uh, Brian Tracy. Some of those people like uh, that I just admire their opinion. And if they say something about politics, then I most likely probably agree with them because a lot of my values align with their values. Okay, now that is not 100% true 100% of the time. But this conversation you're about to listen to gets kind of heated. And uh, I want to go on the record and say I disagree with almost everything this guy says. I think he's absolutely ridiculous. Let's get to the episode. Uh, I forgot exactly what we were talking about, but uh, it was, oh no, here we go. Relationship with food. Yeah, relationship with food. You know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You don't have to be grass-fed, ketogenic, no bread, no soda, or ice cream, soda, and everything. Right. So, you know, finding that balance, finding that, we'll call it a gray area. Yeah. And again, like that's, I I live in the gray, man, because my biggest thing is, okay, so we can all agree being significantly overweight is unhealthy and it's going to kill you before pretty much everything. Like it's going to, it's going to, it's going to harm you way before how many synthetic sugars you're having. It's going to harm you way before how much anything else is doing to you. Like getting you, getting someone to a relatively healthy weight, regardless of actually how you do it. It's actually fascinating because you were going off that keto question, which is, am I an advocate for keto? And it's crazy because how is something that's a high fat diet where especially in saturated fat increases bad cholesterol, LDL. Um, why does it go down when you lose weight? Because just losing 10 to 20% of your body weight, your blood work just gets better regardless of how you do it. Low carb, low fat, moderate carb, moderate fat. It does not matter. However, on the back end, once you sustain your weight loss, people's LDL starts creeping up because of how much, how much fat they're consuming, especially it's saturated fat. But, um, and so can you do low carb or slash high fat to lose weight? Absolutely. Do some people have blood work that starts going south after their weight loss? Yes. So it's like, okay, if you want to do the low carb lifestyle, just you got to watch those things. Right. And it's like trying to work with someone to build a sustainable lifestyle for them 
is the game because that's why you won't see me do like I'm not here to d- just to harp on keto or vegan or paleo or it doesn't really I don't really care like here's the hard parameters here like calories protein fiber let's hit the hard stuff and then if you want to go into nuance we can but like we got we got to make sure we hammer the main things that really move and shake the needle before we go into the nuance yeah that's, that that's my sense. whole thing yeah so um things can be in the gray area which is the opposite of binary so black white hot cold up down night good day. bad right it's just okay. good and bad i just i just try to i just try to get rid of that mindset which is like okay. hey limit yeah hyper i absolutely got to limit some things we got to promote some things but so when it when it comes to good or bad and we'll yep. call that binary there's no in between yep. it's either good for us or it's bad for us where does diet where does diet dr pepper fit along that binary spectrum so this is where the yeah so this is this is gonna hurt some people's feelings but diet soda and synthetic sugars for all intents and purposes are safe and effective okay like so they, uh, one second the question they're is, it's good for you okay so you're gonna go on the record yes. and say that diet dr pepper is good for you can you elaborate on that more yeah because on why diet dr pepper is good for you for example, yeah. So, for example, um, we'll go into large-scale human-controlled trials when it comes to weight loss and, and adherence to weight loss. For example, we, like we talked about, using different tools and tactics to control someone's weight is fundamentally one of the most important things you can do for someone's health. And synthetic sugars within moderation, where the, where the moderation is, realistically, 50 cans a day. Like based upon where clinical research is at currently, if you're getting above 50 cans a day, you're increasing your risk of cancers and possibly other things. But that's like everything. Um, And is there any clinical research that shows anything bad on three to four cans a day? None. Like there's literally nothing. I want to interject for a second. So yes, the question was what properties of diet Dr. Pepper are good for you? Because we agreed that food is either good. It helps to control your calories. Okay, so Diet Dr. Pepper is good for you. So what is in Diet Dr. Pepper that helps you control your calories that's good for you and beneficial to your health? Because this this uh, sweetener right here. So this this has the opportunity to get you a little bit of sweet indulgence without the sugar and the calories. And if this can help you control your calorie intake to a better degree without the without the other way around, it's better. So your argument is not that there's anything in it that's good for you. But psychological, the Correct. psychologically, the sweetener yep. helps you control your calories. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, we literally have human. Con- yes. Can we agree then? There's no, there's nothing in Diet Dr Pepper physically that's in Diet Dr Pepper that's good for you. So again, this this bait and switch mentality to bring it binary is just unnecessary. Okay, like, but that, that's I, the whole point. Want, okay, and I want to have a discussion, right? And yep. I'm going to let you speak and I'm going to speak, right? But three minutes ago, we both agreed that something is either good for your health or bad for your health. No, you conveyed that. I did not convey that. Okay. Someone that has a very diet culture mentality based upon that that thought process would. For example, well, my favorite example is water. Okay. Water is the most essential thing for life. Can you overconsume, which is essential for life to the point it harms you? Yes. If you drink three to four gallons of water a day for an extended period of time, you will dilute your electrolytes to the point where you could have seizures and die. How is something that if you don't drink it for three days, can you can die from not having it that quick? 
simultaneously, you can overconsume something so essential as water to the point it harms your body as well. And so people that use hard controlled science to justify nutrition will in very rare cases ever create a binary, which is good for you and bad for you. We'll say more nutritious, less nutritious. Okay, perfect. So let's, let's use, let's use those terms. So can you agree that when we put food in our body, it either nourishes our body or it does not nourish our body? There's things, there's plenty of things that are mute. Like th- th- you're taking on a whole possible outcome, which is okay, Can you give me an example of, of something that you eat that does not nourish your body and it does not harm your body? Water. Okay. It so, does both. Okay. It, it, you can, no, it, it okay. Your opinion that water doesn't nourish your body uh, would be debunked by 100 out of 100. Nutritionists, dietitians, doctors, water, we can both agree, nourishes your body, no? And it also kills you. Water kills you. So yes. if, you, if you drown yourself by drinking too much water, it will kill you. Correct. Wait, can we take hyperboles and outliers? No, back? it's not a hyperbole. It actually happens in real, in, in real, clinical, res- in real clinical life. Like okay. my, my dad being an intermetric cardiologist, well, my mom was a nurse. Okay. There are people that have compulsive issues. Okay. They're, they're, they're compulsives and they hyper obsess over certain things and people can do it in different parameters. Water being one of them. There are people in the hospital right now that are dealing with low, like low potassium, low sodium from obsessing over water. And they're in the hospital right now. There are okay. people right now. That, that's a fair it's statement. an outlier. That's a fair but statement. It happens. So next question. If someone drinks uh, uh, two liters to a gallon of water a day, does that nourish their body or does that harm their body? It ha- it's doing it's, it's doing great things. Yeah. So, so it's so nourishing your body. Okay, it's nourishing your body. If you drink yep. two liters to a gallon of water a day, you're nourishing your body. Yep. Okay, if you drink two liters or, or a gallon of Diet Dr. Pepper a day, are you nourishing your body or are you harming your body? It's not harming. It's just, it's nourishing because it's taking the water out of the diet soda and it's just getting rid of most of the So now your argument is that it's diet Dr. Pepper is providing nourishment because you get water from the diet Dr. Pepper? Slash the psychological components of, actually there's other things too, obviously usually in in diet soda, but yeah. We're going to talk just the physical component. Let's take mental health. Let's say, no, just for this conversation. Okay. And I understand that there might be some psychological benefits of mm-hmm. drinking Diet Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about the physical, physiological change that happens when you consume Diet Dr. Pepper versus drinking water. And uh, again, I completely uh, respect and admire the fact that your clients are seeing success mm-hmm. along their weight loss journey drinking their favorite soda. And there's, yep. nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I just want to talk about comparing diet Dr. Pepper to any other food source, any other liquid. Mm-hmm. So if you drink eight, two liters to a gallon of water a day, we both agree that's nourishing your body. We also both agree that everything we put in our body is either nourishing our body or harming our body at some level. I okay? disagree. That's, that's again, we go back to the fundamental difference. More nutritious, less nutritious. If you're going to convey harm, you're going you're gonna to convey toxicology. And if you're going to convey toxicology, you have to go into nuance. Okay, perfect. So, you so have let's to. We can get to the toxicology because that's a conversation I want to have. But back yep. to the question. If someone drinks two liters to a gallon of Diet Dr. Pepper a day, mm-hmm. are they nourishing their body or are they harming their body? It's not doing... It's just okay. doing neither. It's, so you, it's you're, not. So you're saying that it's doing neither. It's doing neither. 
Okay, so if someone drinks a gallon of diet, I just want to make sure we're both clear. Yep. If someone drinks a gallon of diet Dr. Pepper every day, it is not harming the body. That's what you're saying. 120, 124 ounces. That's so that's what? 14 cans a day ish, right? I don't know the math. My, my, if you drink a gallon of diet, if you drink a gallon of diet Dr. Pepper a day, yeah, based upon clinical research of where toxic load is, no, that's not harming your body. No, based upon where clinical research is at and where, where the toxic levels are to create adverse health effects, okay, no, no. So you're confident putting on the record, yeah, and you're saying that a gallon of diet Dr. Pepper a day mm-hmm. is not harming your body. Based upon the clinical research is that? Yeah. Yeah. You can look at it, man. Like that's the whole point. My greatest example is this whole new sucralose craze. So here we go. I don't want to get to the sucralose. I want to, I want to continue along this path because I want to get you saying some things, uh, because I I feel like uh, a lot of people are going to want to see this, right? Maybe your followers want to see this. My followers are going to want to see this and you know, I'm going to make a cool video out of this and cool. you're more than happy to share it on your TikTok as well. And and 100%. I would see you stand on, on what you're saying today that uh, if you drink a gallon of Diet Dr. Pepper, that is not harming your body. That's what you're putting on the record. If you want to look where the clinical research is, yeah. I yeah mean, that's that's what you're putting on the record. Because, yes, no. So for, for example, when it comes, I mean, obviously it depends. So in when it comes to aspartame, which is, I think Dr. Pepper Dr., 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 is aspartame. I think uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't drink think, so. So like it depends. Like there's sucralose, aspartame. There's there's a bunch of different. There's a bunch of different options. Um, aspartame in particular, um, based upon my size, because the the FDA and where the clinical research is at currently is if you're doing less than fifty uh, micrograms per kilogram body weight, there's been no clinical like negative health outcomes. So for for example, with me, take that into my body. Okay, me being 6'1", 230 right now, 228, that means I, if I consume less than 50 cans of aspartame a day, there has been no clinical research to show negative health outcomes. Okay, so let me ask you this question. Yes. So what are the uh, nutrient nourishment benefits of aspartame? It is a, you. it's an opportunity. What is the, what is the use of, uh, let's find some random spice. Let's find some random spice that has mute, benefit let's Why go can't you with just answer uh, the question no because you because this is the exact reason why you should not be asking this questions because you are not educated on the subject to understand nuance I'm not, listen you're yeah. right i'm not yeah. as educated as you my yeah. my dad's not a doctor my mom's not a nurse i don't yeah. have a master's in whatever you have a master's in I, I don't i don't i just i just want to have a conversation with someone who has a different opinion than me. yep right and well and, and for example talk to opinions but hold on what one, one question so you know, I asked you, what are the physical, and I, I'm, I'm keeping this physical. I don't yep. want to put mental health into this. I don't want to put psychological benefits into this. What are the physical, uh, the, the physical nutrient nourishment aspects of aspartame? There are really. They're okay. Just, just a neutral thing. So there's no, there's no positive health benefits to aspartame. Other than the fact that it helps people control calories, which then can help no, the no, back no. end. No. Again, let's, let's, let's take that. Just, okay. So you, you're saying there's no uh, positive health benefits, benefits of aspartame. So are there any negative impacts of consuming aspartame? In extreme dosaging? Yeah. A- at all? In, in a gram of it? In a gram, no. It's, you got to go to extreme dosaging. Which, okay, so there's no positive and there's no negative. Correct. In, in a normal human consumption, 
there's nothing. It's just it's mute. Like it's just it's just not. Now I you get how when I love how when I'm asking you about aspartame, you want to talk about it being in a normal human consumption. But when I ask you the question of is water uh, nourishing our body, you say no because people die of drinking too much water. Like see that, and that's where that's where you're very inconsistent. No, it's exa- real quick. Like no, you're very inconsistent. Where like when I bring up healthy things that humans can consume, you try to place this you know come from this angle that if you overconsume water you'll end up in the hospital but when you go on the record and say there's no physical health benefits of aspartame and then i ask mm-hmm. you if there's any negative health benefits the first thing you say is in a healthy in a healthy dose no there's yeah, not exactly but that's the whole point is nuance matters and so like the whole point is to get someone that is uneducated on a subject when it comes to nutrition to understand you have to you have to understand in everything we do there is like at the end of the day health is actually really easy okay this is one of my dad's favorite statements when it comes to one of his physio- one of his physiology professors in college medicine is actually really simple you either have too much of something too little of something or the right amount like that's it like like you either have too much testosterone and it's doing a bunch of nasty things to your body too little testosterone and you can't grow muscle and do it or you have the right amount you either have too little water, too much water, or the right amount. Now, those get, depending on what you're consuming, those variables may be a little more condensed or a, a bigger window, such as water. Water, you can anywhere between 60 ounces up to two and a half gallons. You have a huge variation you can work with it. There are other things, such as like when you get into mercury poisoning, and like bigger, bigger game fish, you got to watch out for these things that can, that can get you. So like mercury poisoning, you got to think of all the different variables of nutrition that may have a quicker radiation. Like you get a certain amount of radiation, it kills you a lot faster than certain things. Can your body handle some radiation? Absolutely. We do it every single day. That's what stepping in the sun does. Like, so like that's the whole thing is the fact of- Wouldn't it be healthier to not have any radiation at all? No, I don't well, know. I've never looked at clinical research, so I wouldn't know. Positive benefits to radiation. I mean, we're there's benefits to being in the sun, so I would assume. I don't know if it's the radiation or what. I don't. I've never looked it's at name, that. So you're saying that we get positive benefits from radiation from the sun? Is that what you're saying? I've never looked in the clinical. I've never looked at what that would be, but I would assume that there's some benefits, like because melanin of radiation. I don't know. I don't know that world. Do you not understand? You okay, so that, that this is so this this is the this is the caveat where we're at. The, the sheer so going off of when you were my TikTok live, we were talking about this. So one of the fundamental principles I love to live by is Marcus Aurelius and Stoicism. Okay, meaning you don't make decisions based upon how you feel. And I think this is something you probably teach with what you do. You do things because objectively it's the right des- decision to make, regardless of how you feel. Like we, our feelings lie to us constantly. You're not good enough. You, you have to be more beautiful to get X, Y, and Z. Um, I'm not good enough of a person to get this girl. And obviously as you, a coach, I'm sure you deal with that. The, the limiting beliefs someone has based upon just feelings being objectively not true. One of the fundamental principles of stoicism is the idea of like logic over feelings. Show me data, show me, show me undeniable numbers and facts. And most importantly within stoicism is it's okay to not have an opinion on something that you're not educated in. For example, 
I've never done an Ironman. I think it's super, you've done two, which is fucking awesome. I have no idea what the best cadence of running is or what the best, like how, what's the process of going through that? Someone like you who's done two of them obviously could give me some good perspective on how to do it correctly and how to do it wrong. And so I wouldn't even act like I know that world because I have no idea. The issue is you try to portray yourself to even consider the idea that you are an authority or even ask questions in an area of expertise you know nothing about. It terrifies me that you made a video, I was going through your social media, you made a video on Flintstones multivitamins chewables on how it can't be the number one pediatrician recommended thing because you look at the bottom and the bottom of the bottle was a bunch of words that you don't understand. You've never read those words. Like think about having a opinion on something where you don't even know what the words mean. That's terrifying. Now, now again, if you went to someone that knows that world and says, hey, can you explain to me what this is and why it works the way it works or should what should we be? That's fine. But like to like to go on, you want to talk about going on record for something that you're not like that blows my mind. That's like me going to the, the, the Iron Man and someone's running. Go. I don't like how he runs. I don't know why I don't like the way how he runs, but but just because of how he runs, I just I don't like it. I, it just feels like it can't be the right thing. Like I just wouldn't make decisions that way. I mean, that's, okay. that's not a decision. That's an opinion. And, you know, we can objectively discuss whether something's good or bad for you. Like your no, opinion you can't. on someone's running style is not coming from a place of inexperience. I think if you were to go to an Ironman, and, and maybe that was just a bad example, but if you were to go to an Ironman and say someone's doing something wrong because and, and coming from a place where you've never done an Ironman, that would make sense. But your opinion of how someone runs is irrelevant to facts of things being either nutritious for you or not nutritious for you. And, you know, maybe I should have used different diction when I said, you know, let's be binary here where something is either nutritious for you and serves your nutrition and and helps you physically feel better and and good for your body and your organs and things like that, or it does not help. And, you know, my opinion is that something's either good or bad for you. You could disagree with that and that's completely fine and we can still respect each other and we can still change lives. Because we're yep, both, regardless, regardless I, our opinions and, and if we follow stoicism or not, we're still going to make a positive impact on the world. I just wanted to yep. hear from you that, you know, you believe that Diet Dr. Pepper is good for you. And I don't yeah. think you said that today. I think what you said is just that. Diet Dr. Um, Pepper is good for you up until about 45 cans a day. What, yeah, so what, what's, uh, I'm glad you brought that up again. What is in it that's good for you? It is a tool to control calories. No, no. That's what's good for you. Physically. What's in it that's good for you? The the opportunity to get a sweet, a, a sweetness. It's psychological. An opportunity is psychological. What is physically in a Dr. Pepper that's good for you? It's not. It's just, again, this, this constant rhetoric comes out of the diet culture from uneducated I'm not, I'm people. I'm not going binary here, good or bad. I switched what? addiction to good or not good. And not good doesn't mean bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Something could be good for you. Something could be bad for you. And we'll call this not good, not bad for you. Yep. Neutral. Okay. So what, what's in diet Dr. Pepper that's good for you? The water. Okay. What else? Yeah, it helps you drink water. Okay. So how much of the diet Dr. Pepper is in the water? How much water is in diet Dr. Pepper per serving? 
just it's base it's arguably the same thing so eight ounces Wait, so you have a can it's just water so we're gonna t- again we're gonna take the psychological and mental health aspect out of this so if someone were to recommend drinking diet dr pepper to someone else yep they're getting water say, hey here's a diet dr pepper i recommend this for you because it's healthy in the sense that it has water in it that's that's what you're saying yeah if, if you struggle with getting enough water in your day if, and incorporating a one of these ices or a diet Dr. Pepper or whatever you want to do to help incorporate some more hydrant or more water. Great. But it's a great tool because a lot of people actually have that. It's crazy. We live in this day and age where we have so much access to water, but people do struggle to consume enough water because their day goes so fast and they don't drink enough water per day. So they don't so, have time to drink water, but they have time to drink a diet Dr. Pepper. Is that what you're about to say? No, I was just saying if, if drinking a diet Dr. Pepper helps them to incorporate more water because they enjoy a doc, diet Dr. Pepper, it has benefit. Because if they're not getting enough water in their day, that's a benefit. It's ironic, again, that when I asked you if water is nutritious or not nutritious, you couldn't say it's nutritious. But now when I'm asking you what's good in the diet, Dr. Pepper, yeah. that's nutritious, you say it's the water. All right. I, I did, did this, this, this goes full circle into, again, you're, you're trying to create an aha that doesn't exist. That's the problem is, again, going full circle on this whole thing. Binary doesn't work like good for you and bad for you is just it's it's irrational like because it's just not how the world works like there are there are foods that you should promote absolutely more lean protein more vegetables uh limit your chips and your cookies and your doritos absolutely do you have to cut out doritos to live to 95 and not have illness no you don't have to cut them out there's been no clinical research at all that says you have to cut. I don't disagree out. with that. I don't disagree yeah. with that. So, which, which is the same thing in the nuance when it comes to diet soda and all this kind of stuff. Like, am I telling people to drink 40, 50, 60 cans a day? Technically, where the clinical research is at, you can have quite a bit and be absolutely fine. I tend to say, hey, three to four a day, you're good. Like, if, if you're doing more than three to four, do I want you to drink more water? Sure. But three to four diet sodas a day from all clinical research so is fine. A client, you recommend three to four diet Dr. Peppers. But if they're drinking regular, you would, yeah. you would rather them drink water. I'm, I would like them to incorporate both. Or to be honest, if you want to go to all water, do it. I don't care. But there's no negative health outcomes to incorporating diet soda. There's just none. Like I can literally show you human but control trials. Positive, but are there positives? Yes. Because this is where I was going to go. This is where I'm going to go. They've done large-scale human-controlled trials where they took regular soda drinkers, okay? They, there was, I think there was like 16,000 people in the study. So it was a really big study. Half of the population went to just water. Half the population incorporated diet sodas, okay? The diet soda-consuming group lost more weight on average, kept it off better, and had better blood work than the people who transitioned to water only. Now, am I saying that they, diet soda is fat burning and blah blah blah? No. When you, if you were not, if you want to break down the probable hypothesis, it's probably because if eating, if drinking a couple cans of diet soda keeps you from having a cookie and a chip, and you're eating less calories and you're holding to a better calorie intake and you're at a leaner body fat percentage and you're holding to a better those norms. That those issues are way more of a direct okay. cause and effect than diet soda. I'm not disagreeing with you that there are psychological benefits to drinking a diet Dr. Pepper 
as opposed to eating an entire bag or 25 chocolate chip cookies. But there are no positive benefits whatsoever. I just gave you one. Is that it has water in it. No, I just gave I just gave you one saying Physical based upon benefits. That's a psychological it, benefit. That's a mental benefit. Define, where, it depends on what you what when you get into that world of actually knowing how like like you want to talk about uh, neuro associations and all that kind of stuff. Again, it just turns into a very gray area that it's just it's not even an argument. Like we're we're it's like arguing two different color grays. Like, is it even worth, is it even worth arguing? Like, why? Like, not, what's, what's the not. intent? And I, and I just, I wanted to get you on the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. And I appreciate your time, dude. No, Dave. honestly, honestly, all in all, I like the, the fact, like the way you texted me and the way we're having a conversation, I think you're a cool guy. Like, I really do. I appreciate I can that. tell, um, I can tell from watching some of your podcasts and the people that you tend to have on, they tend to have very biased intent to how they portray the message. And that's why, like, for example, if you want a no bullshit like to the punch nutritional expert that I that I would recommend at least looking into. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Lane Norton, L-A-Y-N-E, Norton, N-O-R-T-O-N. He's got a PhD in nutrition. He's a four-time uh, national champion power lifter. And he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast multiple times. I'm actually about to have him um, in a documentary that I'm doing. Um, he's very, and th- he conveys this message really friggin' hard, which is like, this guy's jacked. He does everything to the book. Um, but again, it's like all talking about the gray area of nuance is super important. It's like alcohol is also in that nuance. There's actually some benefits to alcohol in small usage. However, it jumps from s- small benefit to negative pretty darn quick. It's like if you're having three drinks a week, there's actually some potential benefit. If you jump to seven drinks a week, now it's like, cancer risk all these all of a sudden jump and you're like oh crap okay so uh one to two drinks a week and right. it's like but that's that that's the whole point is it's it's important okay. to convey nuance with right. everything but it, but a gallon of diet dr pepper is not bad for you based upon where the current toxicology point is yeah it's fine okay awesome and with that i want to thank you so much david for hopping on the podcast today this is a great conversation i love talking with people who have a different opinion than I do. And, you know, we can argue that some of these are facts and we can argue that some of them aren't actually facts. And at the end of the day, you're going to do what's best for you. I'm going to do what's best for me. And I respect you for doing what's best for you. And you respect me for doing what's best for me. Absolutely. And that's what we need to do more of as Americans. I 100% agree. So freaking divided, guys. Because look, do I think David is, is out of his mind? Do I wholeheartedly, unequivocally disagree with a lot of the things he says? mostly about diet dots pepper absolutely i i think i think david is completely wrong and that and that's my opinion that's my yep. opinion and david thinks that i'm completely wrong and that's his opinion and a lot of people argue about politics and religion and other things and most of those shit most of those conversations don't actually matter this conversation i think is important this conversation that's- actually matters because it, health is the most important thing you can enjoy your money you can enjoy your relationships you can enjoy travel and experiences if you're not physically capable to do hundred percent. This is why I've had some hard conversations about fat acceptance with obesity and like come from someone who was 400 pounds by the time he was 18 years old, pre-diabetic, hypertensive, like what the, the quality of life I was capable of having at 400 pounds compared to the quality of life I'm capable of having now. It's just better here. Am I saying you have to have six pack abs, be healthy? No. 
Should you be within 30 to 40 pounds of your ideal body weight so you can live within a quality life? Absolutely. But I remember I've had some hard conversations with people that are in the fat acceptance movement where it's like, you can be healthy and, and live a great life at 400 pounds. And I'm like, let, let's 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 unpack that. Let's let's and and it, they're hard conversations. And so obviously we can. It's it's important to have these conversations in a um, in a respectful way, challenging. Um, but I think it's super important. So I, I appreciate you having me on here. I, I appreciate you having me on here, man. And uh, yeah, looking forward to maybe in the future we do it again. What's up, guys? You know I'm always talking about how important it is to get high quality sleep. And if you're someone who's looking to get clarity on if you're getting good sleep or not, use a sleep tracker. One of the sleep trackers that I recommend is a whoop strap. It's very inexpensive, it's very comfortable, and it stays charged for a long period of time. You can get a free whoop strap on me. All you have to do is use my code. Head over to join.whoop.com slash Zach I'm going to drop the link in the show notes below to get your free whoop strap today.